you're so discreet in shame You lying, cheating fool Tell me the name of the in exchange She never thought it through She's got me in a rage And now I'm coming song hey mister by warner drive which by the way you will be uh hearing from very soon yeah we will right and uh with us uh is our guest ed uh who is uh from uh where are you from? You're from pediatricgems.com, right? Pediatric. pediatric Gems was, yeah, what, what I used to call my office before. Now it's, we, we go by Southern California Integrated Wellness Center. Okay. It includes a lot more personalities. Yeah, it was real. That's why I was like, what, 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 pediatric gems. Like, I get it as far as what it means, you know. It's, uh, pediatrics is kids. And yeah. kids are kind of gems. It, well, some of them are. Let me just <laughs> say that. Some of them. Uh, some like turtle or not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's anything more precious than, you know, your children. 
So that's when I came up with Pediatric Gems. Oh, cool, cool. It can drive you crazy sometimes, but like everything else, it needs to be polished. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of polishing, um, since we are in the experience, and this is your first time in the experience, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Happy to be here. We we like to always start it off with an experience that me and Max have had within the month of not seeing each other. Well, let, let me get let me correct that. We see each other uh, from time to time, but we only really. It's very random. Yeah, it's it's very random. Uh, when was the last time I saw you? Was that? Uh, it was a party. Was it here? <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Uh, it was a party that Mark Doty was throwing, I believe. Mark Doty is the uh, owner. Of NoHo to Studios in North Hollywood, California. So um, drop him a line and, and say thank you for yeah. all the great stuff that he does and provides for our community and awesome. our artists and music. So let's talk about an experience that we had. Who went Who went last time? I think I did. I think it's okay. Okay, it's now time for my experience that I've had. Dun, dun, dun. It's you know I've been experiencing frustration in my life. Um, I, I went through a point, it was one day actually, and it was, it was very recent, where every decision that I made was wrong. And that completely frustrated me. Even when I tried to write the wrong decision, it still blew up in my face. And um, uh, I'm, I'm dealing with that. I really don't like when I'm frustrated. It really bothers me, and I feel that it really... Um, carries spills over in, in, into my world where it's like I, now I feel like th there's some frustration residue on me and I'm, I'm still trying to shake it off and I'm learning how to deal with unfrustrating yourself. I don't, I don't even know if that's a word, but I just created that. I like how yeah. it sounds. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, it's really good for that. What? Reiki. That, that's what you do. That is what I right? do. And I happen to do that over at the Integrative Wellness Center that Dr. Ed what? has provided. That's right. <laughs> wow. That's right. So, so people can, can come and see you and do like a Reiki thing. Yep. It's Reiki. Reiki? Reiki. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, R-E-I-K-I, Reiki. Well, this is the first time, not that I'm that hearing it from you, but this is the first time that you've publicly uh, said it. Because every time you said that you've done it, you've never mentioned the location. And I'm just like, why, you know, is the location a secret? Well, is it you don't you, know, you have to mention it in the, in the right context. And oh, okay. so when we're talking about, um, you know, we have four half-naked rockers on the couch yeah. it's not really the best time to talk about <laughs> where my practice is located because <laughs> i don't necessarily want them showing up there <laughs> okay okay well um if if people ever want to i don't know uh get a hold of you there they can uh, easily dial the number 310-888-778 and then you can either ask for max or ask for ed that's right. Uh, 310-888-7778. Mm -hmm. Did you miss a seven? Did I miss a seven? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Three, let me, let me just... Like you drop in numbers yeah. Let me just give that number out one more time. How about that? It is 310-888-7778. Yeah. And okay. it's supposed to be very good luck, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Sevens and eights. Yeah. Well, eights, you know, infinity. Oh, is that what that is? Right. Yeah. I don't want to say my phone number, but my phone number has an extensive amount of eights. So, yes. wow. Okay. Yes. Very cool. Nice. Uh, so, so what, what um, has been your experience? I've had some strange experiences this past uh, couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> my daughter 
who uh danny whoa danny. Yeah. whoa no no saying. that's not necessary and don't do that again <laughs> well because i will kick your butt she's a very um, beautiful beautiful daughter I, i'm sure you've met her i have she's it, amazing right yeah she's she's cute she's a little cute. good job <laughs> thanks thank you um <laughs> Well, she just had her first experience at, at doing a, uh, a Comic-Con on her own. She usually goes with me when I'm signing, but this is her first time actually doing one on her own, and she was working for the Enterprise. Um, I saw that. Yeah, right? That was, it made me want to get beamed up immediately. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if, if the Enterprise is housing hot girls like Danny, uh, why don't I join the fleet immediately? Right. You know? Yes. Great. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> She's so great she propaganda. She was at WonderCon, which is in Anaheim, and uh, she was signing autographs and doing the whole thing. And some photographers took some pictures of her that have gone viral. Spectacular, which is kind of crazy. So she was in the LA Times, and she was um, on all of these different websites, like across the world, just spreading like flies, you know, just everywhere. And um, now she's like getting a little bit of a big head. Oh no! No, I'm just kidding. She's not. <laughs> she's not. And she's gonna kill me when I get home for saying that. Um, but you know, it's, she's she's donning the uh, the Spock ears. Okay. And you know, wearing the little. Uh, what is that? There's, j there's just there's always construction going on here at NoHo Two. We are expanding, <laughs> building stages, lots going on. Log on to NoHo2.com. Speak with Mark Doty for your chance to uh, come and uh, play here at the stage. Yeah, that's right. Mark Doty does uh, really fun things here. Right. So now she's wearing the the yeah, ear. Yeah. Uh, stuff and she's just all about the tar right. Star Trek uh, yeah. life. Yeah. Okay, so and, what, and your you experience know, has been so trying to ground my, her? My experience with this is that I've always kept my kids like very far away from what I do. Yeah, more than one you kid? Know. I do. I have two. <laughs> Interesting. I know. I do. I have a son named Jesse who lives in Florida. Okay. Hi, Jess. And um, hopefully he'll be coming out here soon, too. Um, so I try to keep them away from my world you know, right. and uh, just for their own protection and safety as they were growing up. But now they're really becoming part of it because they're musicians and they're you know, in the artists and they're in the industry and they want to be out there. And now they're getting like as much recognition as I am. And it's kind of a strange experience for me watching them, you know, become, uh, you know, noticed in the industry. Okay. So I don't know how I'm dealing with that. I might have to go see uh, Mish LaMarche over at uh, the center so I can get a little acupuncture to about, Yeah, that. you were talking about uh, being frustrated. Right. Or you, you're talking about, you know, getting nervous for whether it's, you know, for your daughter or your son or, you know, so the, you know, the overall, the overall approach for that is to do things that are really good for your body. And, you know, one way we think about wellness is to use nutrition, you know, use acupuncture, Reiki, right. massage, uh, use Pilates, yoga. And, wow. you know, if you start incorporating that in your life, you'll see that you'll have a better balance, mm -hmm. you know, and it gives you more clarity of thought because we're all human beings. We're all going to have a different types, times of our lives. We're going to be frustrated. We're going to get tired. You're going to fail. And, you know, some of the best times in your life is when you fail because you learn so much from that. You know, you take off from that. 
you know. So you, you, there's, it's impossible to be able to avoid life circumstances. You know. We, we, usually, we share an experience. Do you have an experience that you would like to share with what? With, with your life, or just with anything? Well, you know, I'm right now part of a great journey. I'm so excited, you know, with what's going on. Uh, I love what I do. I take care of the most important people in, in people's lives. You know, they, we, we, we start dealing with from infancy when, when the kids are born. And you can imagine how, you know, f- you know, families are so nervous initially right. when they have their first child, you know, um, and they go through stages. So I, I, I'm, I'm part of that journey. You know, the, all the different stages. It starts with extreme fear, extreme nervousness. Want to do everything perfect, you know. And then you see the child develop into get get their personality, and they become easy. And you know, you see the excitement, you know. And then of course you see a massive amount of growth in a very short amount of time. So the kids change, and the parents change right in front of you. And it doesn't really. It doesn't matter what industry you're, you know, you're in, you know, uh, the different industries just allows you to do, you know, hire doulas, for example, right. or, you know, have, you know, maybe perhaps, you know, deliver a child at home, you know, use the right. amazing midwives that we have, or just get a little bit more exposure, you know, to, uh, you know, to what's out there. And we're lucky enough, the fact that we live in L.A., you know, Beverly Hills, Santa Monica, this area is you know, there's so many different ways of, you know, getting um, exposures to different types of therapists and amazing people, you know, and, you know, luckily we can spread that news as well. I love my midwives, by the way, just want you to know this. <laughs> I think everyone should deliver if they're low risk at home, you know, should really learn from Europe. Right? Yeah, you know. definitely. What, what made you want to start this center and, and go off by yourself? You know, it, it was, it just wasn't, it wasn't, there, there are very few centers that do this. I mean, as a fact, I don't think there's anyone that does exactly what we do. You know, I, I take a personal approach uh, when it comes to medicine, you know, to try not to medicate. You know, the opposite. Right. You know, I use nutrition from the day that they're born. You know, uh, we use vitamin D supplements because, you know, you have to optimize certain things that the body doesn't do, including breastfeeding is not fully optimal even though we make sure that our families are successful so you know so we use nutrition homeopathy uh, use different types of herbs there's adult herbs or baby herbs called gemotherapy so um, it could be when you're nervous when you're not if you're anxious there's remedies for anxiety there's you know remedies for depression you know we, now a small little baby is not going to be depressed but what I'm saying is you know you don't always have to jump into using a certain drug you know, so th- what my vision was to create a type of center that not only do I do, you know, do less medicine, I certainly use it if I need to use medicine. Medicine is great for suppressing something that's really off, you know, and then having, bringing into the center amazing practitioners that do what I can't do, you know, and, uh, or I, you know, we all have to have a master, we can, we can't be a master of every trade, so, you know, um, you know, Max is a, you know, master Reiki. She, she has a master Reiki certificate, you know, so that takes years to develop. So if my families are having a hard time breastfeeding or if they're anxious or they're really worried, we do a combination of, you know, Reiki and massage, whether it's prenatal or postnatal, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, if they're just, just having a difficult time, this is how we do a non-drug way approach. 
that there is lens ne lens neurofeedback. That's a way that you know the brain is the waves are you know analyzed and you're given certain impulses that you don't really feel, but it's working. This is one of the latest types of therapies for depression or ADHD or anxiety, and you'll be amazed to know how many people suffer. You know, from you know daily anxiety, for example, is uh, ADHD is that is that a growing kind of epidemic that that's happening, or because a lot of people are throwing it out like it's cool. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. wait a second. Yeah, you gotta you you go around people maybe selling their drugs. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, it, it you know it is and it isn't. You know, in many ways, I think uh, you know it's getting diluted. Um, you'll see that a child is not focusing. Uh, well in school for one year and all of a sudden the teachers are forcing the parents to come in and get evaluated for ADD or ADHD which is you know completely erroneous it, you know ADHD or ADD starts at a very very young age and if you struggle for any reason let's say you, you know you just have a teacher you don't like you know or you don't get along with you will see that concentration the the habits that you know the good habits that children or even adults have maybe you're in a job that you hate right, right. You, you'll see that your behavior will change based on that you know the kids may start acting out and if a teacher cannot handle or if, if there's not a good match you'll see it manifests in very similar symptoms so yes i think in you know in many ways sometimes it's being overdiagnosed you know and i don't think the evaluation is you know, being done always, you know, appropriately. You know, there's a lot of great practitioners that will use different types of tests, look at all the social, you know, settings, uh, the different stressors, and really perhaps come up with, pe you know, uh, people who do truly have ADD and ADHD uh, that, you know, affects their lives, you know, in a, in a, in a, in not the best, you know, type of way. So that it is true that. It's apt. There's definitely people, and I see it very early on. I, I can almost guess sometimes a, a three, four-year-old, you know, and I say, okay, that, that kid's at risk. I'm not going to say that that kid's going right. to have ADD or ADHD, but you, you see it very early on in their lives. And if that manifests and it affects your schooling, then I think those are, those are kids that are truly diagnosed, di diagnosable. So are you like a coach where you're trying to get this amazing team of just different people in all these different areas? Or are you more of like uh, you just want to be a part of all these different areas type thing? Well, I use, like I said, I use other people's talents to to really help, you know, anyone, whether it's, you know, an adult, a mother and a father you know, who's recently had a child or grandparents, for example, you can have, you can be at any age or, you know, um, but I, I, I use other people's talents to help, you know, add to what I do, which again, initially it's working on nutrition, really looking at lifestyle and really trying to incorporate wellness, you know, into people's lives. And the, you have to eat right. You know, yeah. if you don't, it's going to make a difference, you know, uh, you know, and uh, medicines have a role. You know, there there is a role for medicine. I'm not anti-medicine. I think that certain people will absolutely benefit for certain medicines. Um, but there's a lot of steps that are being skipped, unfortunately. I think today, and um, you know, that needs to. People have to start thinking: How do I stay well, rather than you know, 
yeah, now I'm stressed out and now I have a headache or a migraine, you know, and, you know, I'm having now all these symptoms and, of course, it's ignored, you know, and, you know, as it's ignored, you start getting more symptoms and, you know, your body starts really changing. Right. You don't eat as well. You don't concentrate as well. That affects your work. That creates more stress, you know, so the idea is really to incorporate things before you get sick, you know, um, do you, you know, do, if you don't have time, well, get some home yoga, you know, and start meditating a little bit, you know, take, take what we know, you know, acupuncture is so important, uh, you know, uh, massage, you know, um, and you have, and you have access to all that at your center. Yeah. And it's, it's continually to grow. I'm, uh, I'm really open to different types of therapy, you know, therapists. I want to always meet more, um, if they're extremely passionate about what they do and they're very good. You know, I more than invite them to come over and talk to me. Uh, One of the the best things about this center, and the reason why I'm there, because I, you know, I've always been in a private uh, Reiki. You know, mm-hmm. so I would always meet with my clients just one on one, and never been in an office setting. And the reason why I came to this center is because there was so much love when you walk through the door. You know, Dr. Ed, you know, has this ability to just draw people in and, you know, the children, you know, you never, you never hear babies like screaming and crying for long periods of time at the center because, you know, of the love. Good. (laughs) (laughs) I hate baby crying. I'm like, ah, man. (laughs) But the practitioners, they all work together. There's all this, you know, energy, this really positive energy that's going on there. And I think that that's why. You know the practitioners that that we have there are are drawn, is because number one because of you and what you've uh, developed and you know your long history, and then you know their different talents and everybody kind of meshing together really well, so it, it just provides for this really uh, beautiful energy space. You know I really didn't want an office setting. It was very hard trying to find a home. And, and this whole area is zoned out of it. You, you're not allowed to make a home, you know, an office right. um, in the Santa Monica, Beverly Hills, you know, West Hollywood, that air, Hollywood area. You know, as you go more further in in Hollywood, you know, there's certain areas that they allow it. So, you know, it took about a year. And, you know, if, if you come into the center, when you look inside, it looks like a home. It doesn't feel like an office. The rooms look you know, like your, you know, the couches, everything is, there's a big fireplace right in the, you know, right in the middle. So I didn't want it to look like an office. I don't want it to right. feel like an office. And cool. that's what I think a lot of people, you know, Max and any other other providers who, when they first come in, they're like, oh, you know what, this feels good. And, mm-hmm. I, and it feels so good for me to hear that because yeah. it's my baby, right? <laughs> you know, and it, it was a lot of fun building it. You, you have a lot of uh, rock stars that Dr. Ed Tree. Yeah, we, we were just talking, we were out in the green room and uh, we were just talking about it and he was, it was fun. It was, it was name that band and he was just like, okay, it's <laughs> this person and this person. And it was just like, okay. So that, that was really cool and, and very surprising too. Um, I, I, I really didn't think rock, like it doesn't seem very rock star-esque, you know, like, like well, the rock stars have kids. But, but here's yeah. the, here's the thing with any kind of stars, uh, right. whether they're in the music industry or, in entertainment period, you know, singers, actors, actresses, you know, what I've noticed is that most of, you know, many people in the entertainment industry will want drugs as a last resort. 
Wow. And um, they really work harder on, you know, leading a natural lifestyle. They eat organic. They, in many of them, already have a doula or a postpartum doula that helps them uh, when they have kids. Um, they believe in wellness. They incorporate many of the different types of therapies that I'm mentioning to you already in their lives. So they're very cognizant of the fact of how to, you know, you know how to take care of themselves, how to stay well, and they appreciate, you know, if something's not alright, to more do, you know, go more towards homeopathy or herbal remedies first rather than, you know, immediately, you know, go to drugs. Mm -hmm. You know, I hardly write for antibiotics. You know, you can allow the body, and you can stimulate the body to use, you know, to help itself heal. You know, uh, if I need to give antibiotics, I absolutely do. But it's, you know, this practice is very different than my previous practices where we just didn't have time for wellness, you know. So in this practice, we spend a lot of time for the well checks. You know, it's not a numbers-based practice. It's really based on a personalized, you know, approach, um, you know, and it's specifically made so that you see fewer patients and spend a lot more time. So you that's make where house the rock calls is. too. What's that? You make house calls. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, kids get sick after five five o'clock. Sorry, <laughs> you know, and and the parents get sick too. Now I'm starting to treat some adults as well because they're, you know, the first thing many times you do when you call your physician is you know get a pack and we you know we hear in the news a lot of times now about MRSA and the resistant bugs. So you know those families are also wanting not to you know get it immediate antibiotics and really have other options, other mm -hmm. choices first. So house calls is, you know, it's part of it. You know, when uh, when you get sick, um, you know, if it's on a weekend, I don't want my family to end up in the emergency room. Right. right. You know, so it's really nice. So know. does that give you time for a social life? Uh, to, I don't know. To me, it seems like you're <laughs> constantly being called and, and you, know, you know, running around. He, here's the amazing thing. And, and a lot of people ask me that. It, it's amazing how respectful our families are. Um, they're incredible. They're very grateful, you know, and they usually apologize when they text me and, you know, they thank me after we're done. You know, we do, we, we spend so much time together, you know, talking about wellness. You know, it's amazing how, um, how, you know, how well these kids are. They don't get sick very often, you know, and, and the families are extremely grateful. So for me, it's a true joy because I end up, what do I do? I, I you know, I help people. You know, and they're very grateful, you know, for it. And, you know, and they grow with me, you know, from day one. So uh, it's, I never feel like I'm even working. It's know? real weird. Uh, I, I was uh, reading an article, and I think it was the Chinese. This, again, goes back to my memory. Do you work on memory, by the way? Uh, <laughs> on work people's, on memory? <laughs> on people, mean? like, <laughs> remembering. <laughs> I have a horrible memory. I do regressive therapy, so we go back. No, I, I don't want to go back. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm already you here. Have to get through that block of why you're not remembering. Yeah. Mm. But uh, I was reading the article, and uh, I think it was the Chinese uh, that uh, they pay their doctors when they are healthy, and then when they're sick, they don't pay them because they're not doing their job. And I was wondering that's, that's really funny, right? what your take on that was. I'm game. I'll sign up for that. <laughs> right? Because it, 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 it sounds pretty like legit. It's like, yeah, you should only pay your doctor when you're healthy. And when you're not healthy, it's like he's not doing his job. That's, uh, that's great. You know, the, the, the truth of it is no matter what happens, we're all, we're all going to get sick sometime. You know, so you have to be really prepared. And if you prepare your body ahead of time and it's very healthy, you tend to recover, you know, faster. You know, um, but 
that's a very opposite of approach of what we have in the U.S. You know, mm-hmm. we're really based on when you get sick. Everything's based on when you get sick. So prevention is missing. You know, that's what we're talking about. Is there any one thing that I can eat that is kind of universal for anything that I'm I might be coming down with, like a cold or flu? Well, is okay, it well, that's, a, that's a great question. I'll tell you some things that I think that you know every adult, you know, and every child sort of should have in their body. Right. Okay, some thanks very, for calling me an adult. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> some very basics. Okay, you know, have your doctor check your vitamin D level. It's a very important. You know, and where do you get D? Is, is D from uh, like milk or something? It's or? usually from the sun. Mm-hmm. Okay. The 80% of your vitamin D is absorbed, you know, by wow. the sun. But unfortunately, over time, you know, our livers and, and our kidneys, where it needs to be activated, is not doing that great of a job. So even if you have a vitamin D level, and I check our families all the time. Uh, you check their tan? Amazed, <laughs> you'll you be amazed how many people in southern... California, one of the best places in the world to live, have you know suboptimal or really low vitamin D level. So I, you know, once you find out what your vitamin D is, that should be optimized by your practitioner, whether it's a natural path or a traditional practitioner or your acupuncturist. There's a lot of you know you have a lot more choices in you know in in, in this area. Um, I think omega threes are very important. We don't get it. It enough in our diet so I and it helps with memory it helps with mood you see more and more studies of how it helps with you know dementia or Parkinson's and that that's you know and these are some you know as we get that's some of the things as we get older it starts you know when your brain is growing so I start all my infants on you know uh, omega-3s um, you know and especially you can eat fish or you know, you can do some flax and different types of omegas, but you just can't do it every day. So I think everyone should have omega-3s, and I think everyone should be on probiotics. You know, uh, we need, there's a constant turnover all the time of our, you know, bacteria, and mm-hmm. probiotics is essential for not only our immunity, which is it's got a couple of things, a couple of times you've alluded to, right. but it's so important in helping our leaky gut, helping with allergies, asthma, you know, decreasing you know the risk of cancers and, and this this data is just you're getting more and more of it right now i think there's only a couple hospitals now who've just recently incorporated giving vitamin you know probiotics to all their patients because that decreases their secondary infections which is the hospital-based types of infections so those are the minimum as you get older i think there's other you know other um, types of supplements that you need because your bodies just don't you know, they, you know, it's just not as fast or you don't think right. as quicker. You know, it, it does, it does change. But if there's three things, those are my top three okay. that I think everyone should think of and start incorporating in their lives. Cool. Well, let me give out your phone number again. Now, this is not your personal phone number, is it? All <laughs> <laughs> right. Everyone's going to be like, Dr. Ed, I need you immediately. It's a Saturday. Don't, don't be calling this guy on Saturday. Are you guys open on Saturdays? The Wellness Center open yeah, Saturdays open, and Sundays? You know, we're open, you know, 24-7. Wow. You know, to, really? to a certain extent. But, okay. you know, <laughs> we have some like... traditional times that we're open. But then there's, you know, there's families who are in our access program. There's 24-7. Very cool. Access. Very cool. Uh, the phone number at 310-888-7778. Uh, go to facebook.com slash so cal integrative wellness but he, here's the thing center. um center. center is it center yes okay 
I'll get we'll you work know on your eyes. Like, yeah, yeah. Please, I really <laughs> so need help on my eyes. <laughs> and 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 I'll put all the links on the show notes so people right. can you know get a hold of you. And uh, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Truly a pleasure. Yeah, a lot of fun. Cool. Um, what we're gonna do is we are gonna hear another song, and uh, we are gonna hear. Oh, let's hear. Which which one? Let's hear the scarecrow. Is yeah, that cool? Scarecrow. Okay, that we're gonna hear the scarecrow because uh, we have. Uh, who do we have coming on? Johnny, right? Johnny from Warner Drive. He's gonna be coming on talking next. So we're gonna get into that, and uh, we'll be right back right here on the Tortoise and Hare Experience. I am the scarecrow.
have Johnny from Warner Drive, and we're going to hear Faking Smiles. On the tortoise and hare. It's an experience. experience we've uh, been showcasing him and now we actually have him here welcome thanks for having me yeah warnerdrive.com that is where you can find him and the band at and what i like is that uh, there are two people uh named johnny in your band does that yeah. ever get confusing yeah it's crazy i typically go by jonathan and uh, he's johnny U. his last name is udell so he goes by johnny U. 
So we we try we try <laughs> to keep it straight, but right. Yeah. D- at any time, do you guys ever switch it around? And you're like, okay, I'm Johnny U today. Oh no, it works out perfectly because if someone books a show and something goes wrong. I just blame it on the other Johnny. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about, man. You weren't talking to me. You're talking to the other Johnny. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> I love that. So he's the drummer. Right? Yeah, he's a drummer. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. That that and that is kind of polar opposites, you know, singing and and drumming. Oh wow. Yeah. You have no idea. <laughs> if he were here, he'd tell you the same. Very cool. Um, yeah. I think uh, in every in every aspect. But the good thing is that we balance each other out. Well, what? Uh, the the song that we just heard, ceasing smile, um, faking smiles. Um, I listened to it. I listened to it heavily, and uh, two things came to me uh, with that. One, the song kept on reminding me that I don't know how to smile. <laughs> is is that odd? Because like whenever someone says smiles, like I have to think about it, and then you have to think about a smile. And my, right. smiles should right. just come naturally. It's definitely true. You know, so it's definitely true. Every anytime I, I do it, I feel like I am faking my smile. Right, right, right. You know, you were talking about that, right? No, it's no. Other. You know, I, at the time I was going through a lot of stuff. I think you know, any musician, I think uh, music becomes therapy. You know, um, a lot of people ask me because I've dealt with a lot of stuff going on, and uh, a lot of people are like, "How come you don't go see a shrink? How come you don't talk to anyone?" I'm like, "Because I get it out. I get it out with music." So you know, it's uh, at that time I was going through a lot of stuff, and it was like one thing after another. I heard you mentioning that actually earlier in a segment but um you know i think the most important thing to do is force yourself to smile even if you don't have it and that's where it came from for me but the amazing thing about music is that everybody gets something different from it you know um people spin it to however works for them in their current situation that's what makes me happy about music Mm. it's that connection you know Right. Yeah. You guys are kind of big time, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see that you guys are going to be doing a, a Europe tour. Yeah, we're going to be heading back to Europe in uh, in August. Europeans love your music. Europeans are amazing. <laughs> they really are. Is is it like when you guys play there? Um, and I've seen some photos because I logged mm-hmm. on your guys' Facebook, which, uh, by the way, if you log on to warnerdrive.com, you're going to get links to their Facebook and YouTube and all that stuff. But uh, you, like I said, I went to your Facebook. And uh, I was just tons of your fans, just yeah. you know, wanting uh, every single piece of you. It's pretty amazing. Uh, kind know? of scary, yeah, though. I would not say a lot of pieces left. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, he is tall. That's how true. T- as a matter of fact, how tall are you? I'm like six five. Six six five. six six. How you know, many how many pumps. lead singers do you know that are six <laughs> five? Damn. Hmm. There's not too many. No. Yeah, I've never had anyone go, you know, you're taller in person. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. But no, we've been really lucky, you know, especially with the fans and stuff. Um, You know, music's tough, you know, but um, we have the most amazing fans in the world. Every time I question why we do it anymore or I'm feeling like maybe I should, you know, turn the page and open a new chapter in life, someone else comes up to me. You know, the other night we were out last night and some guy came up to me and he was like, I have, you know, a verse of your song tattooed on the back of my leg, and I'm just like, that's why I do it, you know? So just creep you out just a little bit, just <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> you know, it did. When it first started happening, it did, but, like, it's become, like, this thing, you know, our, we have this logo, which is, like, it's the N from Warner and the V from Drive, and it kind of makes this backwards S thing, and um, it almost looks a little like an infinity sign, too, and it's been this thing that people have been getting tattooed, and it's like hundreds of fans and it's all over the place and every time i see it i'm just it did at one point i was like 
I don't have my own band tattooed on me. <laughs> Why do you have my band tattooed on you? You know, but it's endearing, you know. Yeah. When they start amazing. tattooing your face, that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Trust me, that, that's what's nice. What's crazy too is that, like, I, I remember when putting a name on, you know, tattooing a name on you was like death, especially right. if you're in a relationship. If you're in a relationship oh, yeah. and you put a tattoo on that yeah. person, it's that, over. It's yeah. over. It's but it, it seems to be the exact opposite for for bands yeah. you know and their fans which yeah. I, I find very funny yeah right. no, well there could be that thing you know it's like tattoo the name of the band and then they break up it's like right exactly you know. that's terrible <laughs> what was that movie with um you know where the, the girl wore the van halen t-shirt oh, yeah. <laughs> they broke up i think it's like the, the wedding, wedding singer, singer. yeah he's <laughs> <laughs> like you can wear that the band's gonna break up that's right <laughs> very funny Get tattooed and that's it's over it's true yeah but we're happy that people are tattooing yeah. their lyrics. Yeah, least. no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Lyrics, the logo. I mean, it's uh Yeah, that's cool stuff. It's amazing. It's yeah. really, really amazing. Big time rock stars. By the way, uh, if I can mention this again, uh, warnerdrive.com. Uh, there I went and, uh, like, we were talking about your links and going to your Facebook and stuff. Uh, I went to your YouTube, which, you know, there's a link right there for right. your YouTube. Saw that you did a cover of Rock Sets. Yeah. Um, I was like, I was like, what? I was like, I was like, first of all, I was like, why, why do you know about Rock Set? <laughs> and why awesome. are you doing a cover? You know, you know we, um, we were heading into, into Europe for the first time, and uh, people said, you know, in Sweden, like Roxette is just the band in Sweden, they and they're it's you know Abba it's uh and yeah, Roxette. and uh, they they are like the the calling card for all Swedish rock, you know. So when right. we went to Sweden, they were like, you know, even though you don't speak the language or whatever, get on stage, play that song, and you'll have you know you'll have the audience's attention. That's true. And so that's what we did, and um, it was fantastic. I mean, the response we would get. I mean, people would come up to me and be like, I know blah 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 who's in the band. I'm gonna call them. <laughs> While you're playing it next time, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was really cool. Have you been thinking about diving into any of their other uh, music, or you know, I like the band a lot. You know, yeah. um, what they got a song called Joyride that was really big, and then they they played Listen to Your Heart. Oh yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah, They're a good band, yeah, a really good band. Good yeah, the, and she battled, I think, brain cancer, I think, for a while, and she beat it recently. Really? Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. they kind of disappeared for a while, and she battled brain cancer and uh, or some kind of cancer. And, um, yeah, she beat it. She's, a, she's definitely a success story. Wow, that's awesome. It, it, Send some good energy out to yeah. her. Yeah, good positive vibes. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, the rock set song that I love is "It Must Have Been Love" because that reminds that one too. Yeah, because yeah. that reminds you of uh, Pretty Woman. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you, even though that 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 movie just has such the the wrong morals of like you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna change a hoe into a housewife, right. you know, and it's like yeah. it really doesn't work like that. It you know, happen. C- can it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I know some girls that that's happened before. Okay. Quite oh. the house, but, but but now they're housewives. Now they're housewives and living really nice lives. So oh, okay, it so could happen. it could happen. Maybe we'll see. We'll it's, see. It's Not to me, but it could the happen. The housewife into the hoe. That's <laughs> oh right. yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> Here on the tortoise in the hair experience, we want to exactly, see some of that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Keep your man happy. Turn into a hoe, but only for him. That's right. <laughs> only for him. Um, I also like um, now. What kind of is a little sad is the rest of your bandmates aren't here, and I I get it. Hey, 
you know, sometimes you can make it, sometimes you can't. But there's this debate, I guess, going on with one of your band members about mac and cheese. <laughs> that was a recent thing, yeah. I yeah. didn't even see that. I didn't even that see that. That was so funny. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> talking about how he likes mac and cheese, but without the cheese. And I'm like, well, then that ceases to be mac and right, cheese. Exactly. It's just <laughs> mac. But you he wants it washed off. That was like, the greatest part. He's like, no, you have to make the mac and cheese and then wash it off. Yeah. It's like, Wait a minute. I actually, yeah. I honestly, I haven't even seen it. I saw like a, a headline for it on, on a post yeah. from the band. They were like debate about mac and cheese, but that was uh, for a show that we played in Orange County that Max came to. Right. And uh, I wrote uh, I wrote on a on the bus on the way down there, and the guys went in the van. So that conversation happened without me. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what happened, <laughs> but I've heard good things. Was that for the House of Blues? Yeah, House uh, of Blues game? in Anaheim. Yeah. Was that your first time? Uh, yeah, we've never been out there. Never and the, the response was huge, right? It was great. It was really, you know, I'll let Max crazy. talk about it. It was <laughs> crazy. Were you, were you expecting that kind of response? Um, I know that sounds like a weird question. No, but, but at the same time, like, you know, Southern California is a, a weird thing, especially L.A. Um, you know, we play on the Sunset Strip and you do a certain thing. You go down to the Troubadour, which is a block away. You mean the Troube. And <laughs> the Troube. People don't want to go. Because it's a block away from yeah. you know their comfort zone, so L.A. I knew when we were playing in Anaheim, no one from L.A. was gonna go to Anaheim. It's just the way it is. When we play in L.A., Anaheim people always come out to L.A., Orange County, Riverside. Everyone comes to L.A. But going to Orange County, we're taking a chance because we're thinking you know if we're gonna play in Southern California, we usually do L.A. because everyone will come. If we're gonna do Orange County, we're kind of segregating the L.A. fan base. They're not going to come to that show, which they didn't. So I was a little nervous because I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what kind of fan base we really had in Orange County because we've never just, you know, played in Anaheim. And uh, it was I was thrilled. The curtain work went up and the place was packed. And I was like, all right, this is good. It was crazy packed. It was crazy packed. I actually rode on the bus down oh. there, which, number one, if, for people that know me, I don't really do buses unless it's a <laughs> prevost or you know, right. something with a kitchen and a bathroom. And I actually rode on this um, party bus with school a bus. bunch of... Let's yeah, call it, it what it is. Okay, <laughs> we didn't have to... Like, it was a school <laughs> bus? I actually went on a Absolutely. school bus. Oh, yeah, cool. My image is just... <laughs> it's blown. Um, yeah, so Mark Donato, who's a star of Degrassi and Bad Kids Go to Hell and a lot of films, he went with me which um, was hysterical. And we thought we lost him. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we thought we lost him. Definitely did. There was all these really great people on the bus, you know, and, and uh, all Warner Drive fans. And we all went down there, and it was so packed that we kind of lost each other. And at the end of the night, we were, you know, we had a head count. <laughs> and, yeah. and one was, like, missing. We're like, oh, no. He, like, took off with a couple of girls, which Mark Donato normally is taking off with girls. Um, but we didn't think we were going to get him back. <laughs> so uh, we get to the bus, and he's actually on the bus with these two girls that stole a, a stroller from <laughs> Disney. That's right. They took a Disneyland stroller. <laughs> what well, was it? Is it owned by Disneyland? Oh, yeah. It says Disneyland. Oh, then it's right fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. If it was owned by somebody else, if it was like a <laughs> right. private stroller, I'd feel bad. Right, exactly. Yeah, we were all like, w- what's happening here? <laughs> it was a Magic Kingdom stroller. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, it was good times. It was really good. What times. happened to that stroller? I have no idea. They took it home. 
I hope they returned it. No, they, yeah. who, who's going to return a stolen they stroller? From home. I saw them take it home. We had a lot of extra beer, so I saw them load nice. up the stroller with beer. <laughs> Even better. And yeah. walk it to their car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not a pretty sight. No. So that's a good idea for uh, a music video for you guys. Just, you know, loading, loading up strollers with beer <laughs> use that in some way i don't know what song would fit in that but i'll write one okay i'll write one i like that about you is is that your writing process where it's like i need to write a song so i'm just gonna write one and then you just boom you know what's happened before it's definitely happened where um you know we've worked uh with some producers who were like you know we need a specific song for this album or we need a, a ballad we need a feel-good song we need a so i've done that before but typically like i don't really like to force you know the writing process just kind of like let it happen um so much of the other stuff i do with music because i write for a lot of you know other projects and myself and tv whatever it is you know um so much of that stuff is so you know, centered, and you have to have a direction. So when it comes to the band and Warner Drive, that's really like my opportunity to just write, and whatever it is, it is. You know, very liberating. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm not a a person that um, like when you like well, the funny thing is when someone tells you to write something right. specifically for something. I'm 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 not good with stuff like that. Yeah. Like some people ask me to do some stuff specifically for a certain thing and the moment you tried to not pigeonhole me but the moment you try to make me focus right. on something I, I get all out of focus right it's well it, go, it goes opposite. against everything an artist yeah. stands for right i mean yeah. it's uh, artistic creativity it's like well i have to do this now i gotta follow these rules yeah know? i mean i've done pieces before where like i, I did a piece for uh the U.S. Navy, and they were like, "You have to use words like freedom and liberty and justice for all." Come on, really? <laughs> all right. That, that you know? sounds very, you know, military-esque. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> it was not very Team America. No, definitely wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of my favorite movies? Yeah, Great Team America, movie. World Police. That's right. Specifically, uh, yeah. awesome sauce. Great movie. Yeah. <laughs> you have a name after a guy in one of my favorite movies ever. Really? North Shore. I don't know if you've seen North, it. North Shore. No, what, what movies? Uh, what was that? It's a terrible surfing movie. Okay. Well, I have <laughs> surfing, so it's not terrible. Well, they what they did is they had real surfers act in the movie. Uh, yeah, that's always a bad idea. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely horrible. But my favorite character in the movie is Turtle. Oh, really? Yeah. T- tell me about this character. Uh, no, who he's, was he's he? He's a pothead. And <laughs> you know me so well. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's no pot being smoked. No. Here. In here. In here. Right now. Right now, this In this area. Yeah. yeah. This very right now. Second. <laughs> That's good. It's so funny. There's so many different turtles out there, you yeah. know? And what, what I like is when I, when I, you know, when people introduce me or, or vice versa, and I'm like, yeah, I'm turtle, pe- people don't, um, they... They embrace it. Right. They just say, okay, well, cool. How'd you get the nickname? It was uh, when I was... Let's turn this interview around. Right? It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was when I was in high school. I was running track. Okay. And uh, I was pretty fast. I was extremely slow, <laughs> and so my my friend every time he saw me running, he would always get reminded of the Bugs Bunny and Tortoise and the right. Hare, you know, spoof where yeah. he would see the tor- the turtle running, and then you would hear the dun da da da. So every time he, he always heard that, so he would always call me Turtle. I like it. And um, yeah, but the the funny thing is though, even as slow as I was. I, I never quit. I never, you know, you I was know. like, I don't care. Like, I don't care if I'm coming in last place. You're going to finish it. I'm going to finish it. Good for you. 
That was my whole thing. So good times. So Absolutely. that's how. The, the origin of turtle. Maybe one day I'll, I'll, I'll have the guy on that like named me. Yeah. I always get asked that a lot, you know. Or maybe I'll go to his house or something like that because he he works. He's one of those people that works. <laughs> he, he can't come in like on Tuesdays at like gotcha. one or two, you know. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, that's funny because, you know, we're often asked about the name of our show, right. you know, Tortoise in the Hair. Right. It's like, how did that come about? It's like, well, it's Turtle. Right. <laughs> what else is it going to be? Yeah. <laughs> can't be anybody else other than <laughs> Turtle. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's funny because like before it was like hair because you know she was like a playboy model right. you know so that connotation but it, it's it's turned into hair because she's really becoming known for like her physical hair you know right. <laughs> just you know sometimes it's really you know full and sometimes it's not you know yeah, so, sometimes it's straight yeah <laughs> so you know which takes too many hours yeah, yeah. which is why it's curly now <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it's, it's it's just real weird with that you know that the, right. the hair thing and it's like we can either go either way with it, which right. I've, been, I've been thinking about, like, just changing it to H-A-I-R. But, uh-huh. I mean, we've already done what this is our eighth yeah, show. Yeah. I'm like, maybe, maybe we've just pinpointed the, you know, H-A-R-E. Yeah, yeah I think it's already done. Yeah. <laughs> was it tough for you guys in deciding your guys' name or was that? It wasn't, actually. Um, you know, the original band, the band that, uh, that you've seen and stuff is not the original band. Um, the original band... Uh, Grew up all in the same neighborhood. We all happened to pick different instruments when we were kids and uh, played music together since we were, I mean, you know, eight, nine years old in my dad's garage. And uh, it was on Warner Drive in L.A. And when uh, when we started getting older and we wanted to take music seriously, we started touring and stuff, we were looking for a name for the band. We were all into so many different things at that point because you know, we're a lot older now. Um, and uh, the, the one thing that we always had in common was playing music on Warner Drive. So it didn't matter that one guy was into metal and I was a surfer punker guy and the other guy was like, you know, everyone was into different things, but the one thing we always had in common was Warner Drive. So it was pretty easy. Cool. Yeah. That's always such a hard decision. Right. It is a band name. Yeah. I, you know, I'm a firm believer that the band makes the name at the same time, but uh, there are definitely some good names and there's some definitely bad names out there too. <laughs> but if no, you have I'm one of those medium names that are kind of yeah. like in the middle and neutral, like you're going to make it, you know, yeah. and I think Warner Drive is right. one of those names. It's not a great name. It's not a terrible name, mm-hmm. but uh, we're going to make that name. And, and the, it yeah. is Warner Drive. It always Drive. kind of worries me when a band takes on like one member's name. You right. Know? Mm. And then... What if that band fails? Right. And it's like you're known for being a failure. Right. right. <laughs> you're associated with that. That's like, tough. Maybe you should pick another name. <laughs> That's a tough Just one. in case. You know? it's definitely Not a tough that one. we're wishing you failure, <laughs> right. but you know, just so. you, you should always have a plan B. Right. You know? The best plan A is to have a plan B because right. you never know. Yeah. You know? I, I always have tons of plan Bs. I have, I have plan Bs if. If this show isn't successful, which it pretty much is, <laughs> like uh, it is, you've got yeah. a C and a D and an E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like okay, now this. Uh, then I just degrade <laughs> to now this. There now you I go. go to this. Now you know. So uh, I'll I'll be keeping this ship uh, sailing for as long as I want <laughs> wanted to. Yeah, which is kind of your theory, right? Absolutely. Just keep, keep it going keep until it plugging. just doesn't go anymore. Well, you know, um, I, I was telling you actually um, when we were talking, but uh, it's a we have we have just such a different motivation than the other bands that are out there. And I've been doing this for a long time, so most of my peers are, you know, musicians. Um, and uh, I see it all the time. I see guys playing bands, go for something big. Sometimes they land it, sometimes they don't. If it doesn't work out, they're in a new band, in a new outfit, 
with a new look and a different hairstyle and new songs that are in a different genre. And they just keep trying these different things until they see what works. You know, our motivation is not, you know, let's find a record company, let's make it big, let's, you know, our, our mentality has always been slow and steady wins the race, right? as you know, right, Turtle? Just like the Turtle, <laughs> just like the Tortoise, man. So, yeah, you know, we're, we're in it to win it. This band's not going anywhere. Um, we have too many fans. We have too many people with tattoos yeah. <laughs> um, to give up on them. So we're not changing the name. We're not changing what we do. We're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep bringing music to them. We're going to keep touring. And as long as it's moving forward, we keep going. If it stays stagnant for a second, I'm done. Right. So um, don't tattoo your own. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I really like that hat that you're wearing. It's been kind of get, getting my attention. Is that L.A.? or I have no idea. What, what, what skyline Some is that, Max? Oh, that's right? not an L.A. skyline. No. 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 Maybe Chicago? Chicago. Could it, yeah, be Chicago. it could be Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Very so cool. So we'll have to do a close-up of that. <laughs> and um, so We should do a little you. contest on, on Bet the Skyline. Bet the Skyline. Oh, yeah, yeah. Email but how us. how do we know Skyline. who's right? Right. <laughs> And send us a photo of it. We'll just pick the right. prettiest girl to win. Yeah. <laughs> that's no, that's not. Guy, guys listen to this show, too. No, it's totally legit. It's totally a legit <laughs> totally. contest. But a girl's probably going to win. <laughs> a hot one. A hot A very, very hot one. Yeah. Name the skyline oh and send a pic. <laughs> a view and a bikini. See, that's like a running theme with this show today. Because, uh, you know, Dr. Ed had said, you know, send him a pic. <laughs> so he can you know, decide on, right. uh, if he wants to treat you or not. Oh, oh that's right. I think that was off air, though. I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Was that on air? I'm, I'm not. No. no, he was kidding. He yeah, was kidding. totally, totally. But, um, total pro. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Unlike us. But no. <laughs> right? We're talking we never about, said we were. Right. We're just talking about boobies. Yeah. Are you a booby no. guy? <laughs> I'm a booby guy. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's, you know, he's known to date a few playmates. Mm. Have you dated some playmates? Dated a playmate. A playmate. <laughs> was it everything you thought it was going to be, or is it dull? Uh, no. Hey. What? There's no dull playmates. <laughs> I don't know about that. Here's here's my theory on hot girls. I've never dated a hot girl. Maybe I will soon. We'll see. <laughs> hot single? girls. I'm single. Um, but you know, like I, I hear that uh, all they are just a lot of them are just the body. You know what I well, mean? Well, you know what? Every everyone's people at the end of the day. And right. uh, can I can I curse? Yeah. Over yeah here? Sure, all yeah. right. So years ago, I had this manager, and I'm still really good friends with him. But he was like your typical like Jewish East Coast manager, chubby. I'm not gonna say his name, but chubby, you know, receding hairline. Maybe not the most attractive guy in the world. Um, but I've never seen anyone with so much confidence in my life. There was no girl he wouldn't approach. Didn't matter what she looked like. If it was way out of his league, way out of my league, he was approaching her. He didn't care, and I was I always admired that. And he always said to me, he was like. Because I'd ask him, he'd be like, you know, where do you get the guts to do this stuff, you know? And he'd go, show me a pretty girl, and I'll show you a guy who's sick of fucking her. <laughs> and so that was always his angle. He was like, there's some guy out there, because everyone's people at the end of the day. Doesn't yeah. matter how pretty she is or whatever. Everyone's, if you're in a relationship, someone's probably sick of fucking you. <laughs> wow. And his angle was like, I'm coming in because <laughs> I have an opportunity. <laughs> that's a great angle. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's how relationships break. <laughs> Thank you to your ex-manager. Absolutely. You know, life lessons, you know, take them to heart. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Are, are you writing about those life lessons? I try to. Definitely try to. <laughs> and any of these uh, songs that we played earlier today uh, have a life lesson? We played uh, Hey Mister, uh, The Scarecrow, 
Scarecrow's an interesting one. What, what, what's, t- tell us That's, about uh, that. Scarecrow's about, uh, it's about this like twisted Wizard of Oz kind of thing where, uh, you know, the, the Scarecrow falls in love with Dorothy, she leaves, Whoa. and then the Scarecrow song is about the Scarecrow's path of like drunken debauchery and depression because the woman of his dreams has left him alone in the land of Oz. And so it's a song about how he like spirals out of control and... So it's just a twist. On Do you see yourself as a scarecrow? No, I've always saw, see myself more as like you know, Tin Man or something. <laughs> really? Yeah. Tin Man. I think so. I'm Toto. You? you are. You're <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm I'm there, and I and I make these little cameos that are not meant to steal the scene, but I, I end up stealing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like I'm just here to just do something really quick. And who would you be, Max? Uh, one of the witches or Dorothy? Yeah. Mm. She's she's the ruby uh, slippers. Yeah. <laughs> be a flying monkey <laughs> I don't know I do a Toto bark though let me see it you want to see yeah, it yeah I want to well, hear it because I could there would be nothing but alright so I have to step back a little bit That is. That's really okay. good. That's really good. That really, I really believe that there was Toto here. <laughs> Holy cow! I like that. Toto, Toto. <laughs> Dude, uh, Warner Drive, uh, you guys need to uh, incorporate that. Incorporate that somehow. Somehow. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> somehow. Some way. I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah, send you. Animal sounds. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I forgot what song it was. Um, you 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 started off with like some people talking or something like that. What song was that? Is it KGO? It's a radio. Show. Uh, you know what? I, yeah, yeah, it was that song. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that one's about like I've always uh, you know, I grew up listening to punk rock. I grew up in Hollywood, and uh, I always saw you know the tight pants and the hair and the makeup and all that stuff. And I see people doing it still. And I'm thinking to myself, man, that's like this doing something that's been done for 30 years. Like, let's try on a new outfit, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But, um, when I was a kid, that just wasn't my thing, you know? And, uh, I really gravitated towards punk rock because to me, I'm watching these bands like Pennywise and no effects and bad religion. It's just regular guys, you know, there's no, there's no like, I mean, there's punk rock with the mohawks and the, you know, and the leather jackets and all that, but that wasn't the punk rock that I was into. The punk rock I was into was regular guys playing music, and I really identified with it. And um, so I grew up in this, like, in the punk rock scene in L.A., and had nothing to do with the glam rock scene. Um, But um, I do appreciate it, don't get me wrong. Great musicians come out of the glam rock thing. Um, But but being that I I grew up with the punk rock stuff, and and that was so close to my heart... um, it was just like the simplicity of the music and the simplicity of, of getting to be who you were. Like, I don't know, I forgot the question already, but. <laughs> oh, KGO. Yeah. So the thing with KGO is that uh, because I grew up listening to punk, um, I always thought that if there was a radio station dedicated to punk rock, it would be called K-Go because Go is just fast and that would be the name of the station. So. You know, uh, we we saw Warner Drive saw some radio success, and we've been, you know played on some you know Clear Channel radio and some good stuff. But like, you know, we're really not one of those bands that I think a radio station is gonna latch onto and 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 push really right. hard. So I made up the station KGO and uh, wrote a song based about you know what would happen if there was a station KGO and the bands and the fans got to run it. And so that's what that song is. Is that your upcoming album? That was the last album, KGO. We were going to do, we were going to do two versions of it because I don't feel like people have the patience for like a full 
record anymore, a 12 song LP, you know? So our mentality was we'll, we'll write 14 songs, we'll release seven now as, part, as KGO1 and seven songs as KGO2, you know? Um, and that's what we did. And in between, we had like radio interviews and that other stuff. So the whole record, if you listen from front, front to back, it was kind of this like this like piece where it was a radio show. So you start in, and, and it's like the kids are taking it over, and you know there's radio static, and we play a song. Then there's a, a DJ who interviews the band, and there's even commercials that like we wrote and acted out cool. in between the songs. So it was an interesting album. And then the, the idea was to do KGO too. But um, we ended up uh, we ended up going a whole different direction since then, and you know ditched some of the songs that we were because you know written a lot of new stuff that we think is even better, and so now it's, the new album's taken on a whole new life. Maybe what you could do is uh, because I really enjoy that concept of KGO, mm-hmm. but just do release it, but then release the other ones that kind of fell to the way. Right. So it's like B sides. You know, I've been thinking about you know? that. Yeah, because uh, I was thinking on the way up here, I was listening to some of the stuff that we're not using. I was thinking about putting an album out, like a solo thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Johnny Law has been my nickname since, you know, forever. Just oh, that's not your real name. Johnny Law, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, just, you know, name the album 10 songs my band didn't want to play. That's cool. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's cool. And will Mike Klink produce that? Probably not. You know, Mike, <laughs> Mike is uh, Mike's an incredible mentor to me, and, and uh, I have such respect for him. But uh, Mike kind of guided me to, on my own to, you know, do my own thing with production and engineering. And mm-hmm. it's been amazing that I can do those things on my own now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mike Klink is amazing. Yeah, he's um he's actually going to produce a downtown attraction. Ooh, no, we're very excited about it. I'm more excited than the boys are because I get to sit at the you know right. at the deck with yeah. him yeah. and to learn more. You know, and that makes me happy. He's pretty right. phenomenal. He really he is. is. He's yeah. he's an amazing guy, and uh, he's one of those guys that has an ear. You know, there's not a lot of guys left like that. You know, so many people like. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll record what they record, and then everything else is, is how they, what plug-in they put on it or, or how they compress and EQ things. And um, Mike is one of those guys, he just, he's got an ear, you know. It's like, I listen to Slash with Guns N' Roses, and I listen to Slash with stuff that he hasn't done with Mike Klink, and mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like Slash. Mike Klink knows how to make Slash sound like Slash. And Slash is using all the same gear. He's using the same guitar, the same amp, the same cabinet. But for whatever reason, it doesn't sound like Slash unless Mike does it, you know? So just one of those guys. He knows how to capture a sound. Yeah. Yeah. Are are you thinking about uh, moving on to any other producer? You're going to stay with him? Well, you know, um, when I was uh, doing our album with Mike, my dad uh, got diagnosed with leukemia. And uh, our studio sessions really became therapy sessions. I'd be in there, we'd be doing vocals, and we'd talk for three hours and do vocals for an hour, you know? Um, Mike really became uh, a friend and a mentor. And as, we, as I moved on with music and the band kept doing our thing, um, you know, Mike kind of helped guide me and show me how he does his thing. And he showed me some tricks. Went to Guitar Center one day, bought literally the same chains that he had in his studio so that I could have it in mind and I could replicate those things. Right. Come, came to my house, helped me find settings that worked with my voice, worked with the guitars, where we would mic things, and like, pretty amazing guy. And so um, now when I do things, like I'm almost trying to, trying to build my own kind of credibility as a producer on my own now. So when it comes to Warner Drive, I'll probably do all of our albums ourselves. Right now we, we are doing a record with this guy, Mark Jordan. Um, and he's he's with Gene in the Eastern yeah, Block. Yeah, he plays uh, drums for Gene in the Eastern Block, who played they last are awesome. night. Awesome! They're really awesome. Gene's They're very really talented. Awesome. I'd love to have 
them on the show. Well, get them. You're the producer. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. This is true. <laughs> but yeah, and Mark's a great guy. And the reason we wanted to work with him is um, we're a little bit uh, behind the eight ball with this album. Going back to Europe, we want to have something new. And there's so much on our plate as musicians. And because we're a DIY band with, you know, no management label, agent, whatever, we still do, you know, 300 shows a year. Well, now it's a little less, about 250 a year now. And we're, you know, we're booking ourselves overseas. And we're so extended that what we find is that, like, I got to now record a whole album. That's kind of a lot on my plate. So rather than do it ourselves, you know, we brought Mark on, and he's phenomenal to work with, and he's been he's been great. Really like his nice. guidance. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, for those that are interested and they've enjoyed what they've heard, log on to WarnerDrive.com. Our guest has been Johnny Law. Dude, thank you so much for coming thank on the you show. Thank you for having me. This is great. Hell and yeah, man. On Thursday of this week, uh-huh. we're going to air Thursday. Right, Thursday uh, morning. Yeah, which if you're listening, you're listening today, which is Thursday. Right. <laughs> and tonight, I will be at uh, the Viper Room. Viper. The Viper Room. And I'm hosting the Days of the Dead. Did that finally come? Yeah, it's I remember out. you were talking Yay. about that. I, yeah. I forgot when. Yeah. Uh, so it's you. Thursday. It's tonight. Yeah, it's, it's tonight. tonight, people. Right. And um, and then tomorrow, I will be at the LA Convention Center signing autographs for all the horror fans out there at the Days of the Dead. Awesome. So uh, that's uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I believe Friday's hours are five to eleven. So um, and then daytime hours on Saturday and Sunday because otherwise I'll. Just turn into a bat. Now, if I, if I can tempt uh, all of our fans, our tons of fans that listen to the show, if you go see Max either at the Viper Room or at the Convention Center, she's going to have exclusive Enter the Shell stickers. So you mentioned that you listen to the show, and she will hook you up with these uh, very exclusive. I only had 500 of these printed out because that's all I had money for. So <laughs> The Viper Room is like a second home, so you never know I might show up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I got the yeah. best story of the Viper Room you want to hear? Yeah, right. let's do it. All right, so uh, over in Europe, we just did a residency at the Viper Room. We did uh, five or six shows in a row um, every week, every Wednesday. Um, but um, I wrote a song called The Viper Room on our first album because it was the first venue that really gave us our shot. And it's, uh, it's one of our bigger songs. And overseas, everywhere we'd go, people would be like, are you guys going to play? You gonna play Wiper Womb? <laughs> I'm like, no, we're not gonna play Wiper Womb. Um, oh, that's so that'd be great but, for like a Huggies commercial, yeah, right? You know? <laughs> but the great thing is that so we're Warner Drive, and we're touring with a friend, uh, friends of ours in this band, Vade, and great band. If you're out there and you're hearing about them, go see them. But um, we'd be touring with them, and we would hear these fans talking about it, and they called Vaden Waden. And they call Warner Drive, Warner Drive. So they can obviously do the sound. So I'd go, say Vaden. And they'd go, Waden. And I'd go, now say Warner Drive. And they'd go, Varner Drive. I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Say Viper Room, Wiper Room. (laughs) See at the Wiper Room, Max. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm Max Wasa. And in Sweden, it's Vasa. Mm -hmm. It's just where I'm from. So yay, Roxette. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I really like your uh, Twitter too. I thought, though, did you 
think of that? It, yeah, it's a uh, Wasa Matter. Yeah, Wasa Matter. That's, That's pretty great. funny. <laughs> I was like, who knew? Who knew Max was so hilarious? <laughs> kind of am funny like that. And I have a 4.0. <gasps> Shocking. <laughs> okay, warnerdrive.com. Uh, go support the band. Go check them out. And if you're listening in Europe, they are coming to a Europe very soon. So To a Europe? Yeah. Coming to a Europe near you. <laughs> exactly. So make sure. Uh, warnerdrive.com. Dude, thank you so much for coming thank on the show. Okay, um, that's going to wrap it up for uh, this experience. Max, uh, thanks for coming on. And uh, any last words? Uh, just make sure you check me out at the uh, Viper Room, which is not the Viper Room, um, and the LA Convention Center. Also, check out uh, Southern California Integrative Wellness Center. Uh, telephone number there is 310-888-7778. Wow, you know that number by heart. Well, you know, I am a practitioner there. So. Exactly. So Can ask you, for Max. Ask for Max. Ask for Max. And be like, I want yeah, Max. I want Max. Um, well, I'm the only one that does what I do there. Oh, really? They don't have more than... Uh, no, no, no. I'm, okay. I'm the only one. Um, they have uh, Dr. Ed, who is pediatrics. Uh, Michelle Lamarche, who is acupuncture... Uh, uh, Renee Eck, who's facials and stuff like that. And then there's a. I, f- I forgot to ask Dr. Dr. Ed, but do you guys have a uh, pool there? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess no. <laughs> no, I, d- I don't. Okay. Do. Maybe, maybe you should. <laughs> Pools are cool. Uh, Waterdrive.com, yet again. Johnny Law, thank you thank again. You. And uh, we are going to. I think we're going to slow things down with this last song. Uh, we're going to do Miles Away. Do it. Emotional roller coaster rolling. 